Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ah, welcome to the podcast. Big sleepy head news. It's it is FM one hundred four. I mean that, that's that's what it is, and it is still the strawberry alarm clock. But we're not live on the radio. No, it's a kind of sleepier uh, sleepier time now because we record this after the show, which was Tuesday the eleventh of January twenty twenty one. Yeah, a day that oh, um, one today. Yeah, a day that I, I don't. This, this, it's an insignificant day, really. Yeah. I've been listening to a bit of. Um, Someone sent me an app yesterday that you can you can lo- listen to radio station in America. So normally they're kind of blocked. And I was listening to US talk radio where they were talking about uh, Trump. And mm. even if they were to impeach him, which they can start to do as early as tomorrow if Joe Biden doesn't do something today, the earliest day that they might be able to do something to him is the day before the 20th anyway. So what's the point yes but if they because the point is if they do it now um, he can't run for president in 2024 they're trying to block that they, did you know he can pardon himself but then <laughs> yeah ju- the judiciary of America has to be able to go okay well, that's a justifiable reason but they can actually go no that's not that's not good enough good enough reason and then they're saying if you if you do something now but then wait until a few months you could do it that way but like what's the point of that so I don't know um Nobody, I read a thing, nobody wanted to say a bad word about him when he was in Dunbeg there the last time he was here. And and one yeah. person did, but they wouldn't go on record because there's jobs involved in that hotel and all that stuff. Of so. course, yeah. Well, also, p- people don't like to, uh, when he was at the height of his power, um, if, he, if he'd slag you off on Twitter, a lot of his, his army of followers would come and make your life misery, so... Uh, a lot of a lot of politicians didn't want to say anything about him either. Come at me, bro. So yeah, it's just a strange world. I d- I don't know how things will change the day of the twentieth. You know, will the world feel a little different? Who knows? What does he do now that when he's in the jacks? That's what I want to know. There was a great meme going around yesterday where it had Bill Clinton and Barack and George Bush, and it was uh, George W. Bush, and it had the three of them going. You you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Yeah, you on Twitter and they're all looking happy and then it's just a photograph of Donald <laughs> in the Oval with his arms folded looking pissed off. Uh, what does he do now? Because he was on it all the time. I, I'd, it's, I'd say it's like a limb has been removed. I really would. Well, that, I mean, there's going to be a, a TV drama down the line or a movie the day he got taken off Twitter and what happened. Because, yeah. I, I mean, that I'd love to be a fly in the wall when that happened. It was like... What? Speaking of TV dramas, we were talking about this 
yesterday on the show as well, but this thing called kin, which I, I it could be just next of kin. Kin is in family. I, I don't know. It's called it's K I N. There, yeah. it is. There's a bang of love hate off, and it's not the same creators or producers, but it's covering gangland in Dublin over the last few years. So when you hear the word kin, you kind of go, "What's it about?" So that will be something to look forward to when it happens. But the only strange thing is that Aidan Gillen plays one of the heads of the family, which he played in Love Hate. So it's very similar. It was John Boy. Yeah. So you're going to see it's a very similar role. I'm sure everyone remembers because it's not that long ago. But like, do you remember the the kind of a buzz on a Friday on the show leading up to you know the next oh. episode of Love Hate or the return of the series or the second last episode or like it was just it was a monster. It was a monster. So. Yeah, I can really see this taking off. If we get it before the end of the year, great. But um, that sounds like it could be a bit of a beast. Looking forward to it. Another thing this morning, uh, that's or whatever time of the day it is you're looking at, I, I know there's lots of negativity about jobs, but there's also lots of jobs. I personally know quite a few people that have changed jobs during everything. We spoke to a guy on Instagram this morning who's a trainee quantity surveyor, and he left his job as an electrician. He qualified and then just gave it up. So, you know, there are jobs out there. And uh, somebody's put together a list of of different people's experiences of job interviews. The only one I've ever really gone for was that job I had in the petrol station. Well, that wasn't a sit-down interview, was it? Well, there was a table, but it wasn't particularly rigorous. Right, so you were dealing with cash and stuff like that. So you would have to have various qualifications, wouldn't you? Um, No, I was 16. What qualifications could I have? Can you put the drop up into the safe, the little vacuum, the money goes away. But half one of them did. Yeah, so I don't really have any I'm massive. I also had a panic button on my uh, my waist. Some lunatic one day came in, pretended he had a knife. And the guards were like, why didn't you press that button? We would have been there. And I said, I didn't really want to cause a fuss. <laughs> wow. I just felt like, you know, that button was for people if they have a gun to your head or something. Wait a second now, what was the guy with the knife looking for? Money? Uh, money or his ex-girlfriend back or something yeah I can't, I can't really remember his ex-girlfriend back yeah it was something weird like that what do you mean that you were going out with his girlfriend and he came in with a knife it's a bit vague now but yeah yeah it was something along those lines lunatic lunatic wow but uh, you know he could have been there for the cash as well I'm not sure could have been the cash or the woman I don't like uh, job interviews and uh, I'm not very good at, at I'd be, I'd be much better off going in and doing a job interview for somebody else's job you know like on behalf of someone it's the selling yourself like you, yeah yeah like uh, okay. somebody said my favourite one there's a lot of people waiting in line to work here so consider yourself lucky That that's the red flag what if an interviewer says well the overtime isn't mandatory but most folks stick around after hours most days oh how are you Google that's a red flag be good. yeah okay good luck my interviewer asked me if I had any trouble working for free on weekends. I told them my free time is more valuable than anything and that the only way I would work a weekend is if they were paying me and if I felt like working on a weekend. She got really mad at me and ended the interview right away. Apparently what you should do in an interview situation, because shaking hands is over, thank God. Yeah. I never was a fan of shaking hands. So that's gone. So what you need to do is when you walk in the room and uh, you got the one or two people waiting to talk to you, you have to say hello when you're in the frame of the door. It's called the Hollywood Nobby, right? Hollywood, yeah. You've mentioned this, yeah. I have mentioned this, and apparently it's, a, it's an absolute 
game changer. So you you do that. So they look up and when they see you, they see you framed, which is how they would imagine it. That's, that's why it makes you it makes you seem more of a presence. And people swear by this manoeuvre. It's good. Another trick of the trade that I saw on YouTube, I don't know why this algorithm came for me, but if you're in a job interview and they say to you, um, what are your salary expectations? A huge amount of time, that is a, that's a, a trick to try and put you in, a, in the left-hand side column that says, no, they're too expensive, we can't afford them anyway, so let's forget about them. And the advice this guy said, and he's worked as a CEO and whatever, he said, if in an interview situation someone asks you that question, you say, well, I'd never, never give them an actual figure, first of all. Um, say to them, I'd need to know more about the job to be able to give you, you know, a suitable figure. Yeah, never give them a figure. Then they might say, okay, well, like, like what? what? What do you need to know? And you could go, well, to try and come up with a number like that, I'd need to know, you know, what are the holidays? What exa- exactly is expected in the job? How much annual leave? Uh, do, do is there any overtime work involved? You know, kind of make it seem like you know you're not telling me enough to give you the thing. And yeah. even then, after the if if again they say, well, look, okay, here's what you have to do now. Can you give the figure? You say, well, I mean, again, I'd, I'd need to probably still know a bit more about the job, but I'd I'd have to get somewhere between. 20 grand and 50 grand for that depending again on the finer details so you still not give them an actual number and you give them such a wide ranging salary they can't rule you out of the job oh so I don't know if they'll help it reminds me of my you know my, one of my favourite comedians is a guy called Stephen Wright not the guy on the radio this American guy and uh, <laughs> he's just he's the real you know he's the real deadpan guy he does all his delivery like that you know he does one liners and he said, I went for a job interview and uh, during the middle of the interview, I took out a book and started reading it. <laughs> the guy interviewing me said, what the hell are you doing? He said, let me ask you one question. If you were traveling in a vehicle at the speed of light and you turned your lights on, would they do anything? And he said, I don't know. And he goes, for, forget it then, I don't want to work for you. <laughs> uh, so that's the best advice. Well, look, if you are going for a job or a change of job or you're looking for a job because your old job's gone, uh, best of luck doing it. Um, it's quite interesting to see a lot of the, the websites for jobs now. You can read reviews about the company. That can help you make your decision. Coming up on the podcast today, we will have uh, Ireland's fittest family. We'll f- try and get Crossy his dinner cooked for him because he doesn't know how to make meatballs. Uh, I've sent him a recipe. We can find out tomorrow how he gets on. Um, we'll talk about delivery drivers sending text messages. It has happened to some listeners and our own Hannah. And we play Instagram. And there is a question about bird's eye potato waffles. They're waffles. And if you don't, if you know, you know. If you don't know, most people didn't. <laughs> well, you know, if you don't podcast because you'll, you'll have learned something new. And what's the biggest gap you've ever had when it comes to live? It's all all that and lots more. Thank you for checking out our podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, tell somebody that we're doing it this way. There's extra us on the podcast. And uh, if you've swiped up to listen to get this, or you've just subscribed, or whatever way you get your podcast, we appreciate it. It's the Strive Alarm Clock. These aren't M&S shelves. These are bare shelves, some of them. And if you want Percy Pigs, <laughs> you can forget about it. Well done, Brexit. Per- Percy Pigs. R.I.P. And the uh, the timing of Brexit has been brilliant as well, hasn't oh, it? It's, it's been like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, four years. You could have picked any year. 
So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I hope the Percy Pig supply can keep going because there's something about them. Although some people are saying they changed the ingredients recently and they're not the same. I don't know. I, I dabbled in some in the last week or so. They're grand. Do you see the Cadburys have changed their their dairy milk recipe? They, they have an alternative now with 30% less sugar. So there's a thing on over Christmas on Channel 4. It's on all four if you want to get it again. Yeah, I saw it, that. Yeah. It's inside the Cadbury's factory. But they were told basically by governments to reduce the sugar. So they wanted to... Uh, now, I didn't get to watch the whole episode, but they were putting fibre into the chocolate instead of more sugar. Did it yeah. work? Well, I didn't see the whole thing either. It went on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, like, things with chocolate, oh, this is really dull. What it was no, it, so yeah, they, they, they were working on it for years and years, and I think they're probably eventually going to phase out the uh, the sugary version, uh, but they, they were ridiculous. doing their best to make sure it tasted exactly the same as the original. But why can't people make a decision? You know, uh, there's dairy milk on sale, like you can buy a bottle of whiskey, and that's fine, but you can't, yeah. <laughs> it's dairy milk, oh no, stay away from the chocolate. Like... Yeah, yeah, people make informed decisions. I, I think changing so there's no sugar in chocolate anymore. That's the whole point. Sugar, fat. Yeah. Mm, cocoa. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking of uh, which, which go very well with a cup of coffee. And uh, Mo, uh, Sir Mo Farah, uh, has revealed that he has five to six coffees a day. He's addicted. I think six is okay. There's, there's nothing to say. Six. Well, I'd be getting the jitters after six. Yeah, you might get the jitters, but I don't think it would do you, you know, physically any harm. And you're me he has re- three coffee machines. He's one upstairs, one downstairs, one in his man cave. That's ridiculous. How many coffee machines? Six? Three. three he, okay. has, uh, he has a double in the morning. He goes for a run. Then he has another few. He stops about half four. That's his cutoff. What's your cutoff point for coffee? I Well, just out of, I don't know, necessity, I, I might have two or three. I had, I had one at home this morning because uh, I, I wasn't going to wake everyone up because half of them were awake. So I had a proper coffee yeah. at home. And it does make all the difference. But drinking more coffee could lower your risk of developing some sort of cancers in later life. Every additional daily cup is associated with a 1% lower risk of the disease. Um, and there's just... Like, yeah, it's good for, for your prostate. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, compared with the lowest calorie coffee consumption, the highest calorie was associated with a 9% reduction. So, there's no real minimum amount. I, I'm sure there is a maximum, like, you know, six does sound like that's... That's, that's pushing it, isn't it? For every waking hour, you know, let's say you're up for 15 hours. and Now, if you if you are having six coffees and you're having a couple of sugars in each one, then it's not good for oh, you. Oh, that's not good. So, that's 12, that's 12 teaspoons of sugar. So, if you're having black coffee... I think that's the best one. Ideally, um, yeah, an americano. Yeah. Americano. Yeah, that's that's the one. Uh, they're changing the layout of the Phoenix Park again. Uh, new traffic management uh, plans and situation. Uh, so they basically want to restrict the car traffic and they want to make it more pedestrian friendly and more cyclist friendly. Interesting enough, they were talking about putting extra lights into it, or they were, or they were asking for this last week, and they said no, we don't really want to encourage people to be going to the Phoenix Park in the dark. At night time. Right. Why that is, I don't know. Well, I suppose people could jump out from the bushes. They could jump out. They could jump out from the bushes, yeah. It'd be a bit scary, wouldn't it? What? Yeah. Uh, stu- um, yes. I was just going to say, student nurses and midwives working on the front lines and hospital placements have described the new 100 euro weekly government grant as a slap in the face. Uh, they're getting €2.56 an hour. 
I used wow. to get more than that for putting petrol in cars. Wow, and that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and it wasn't as important as what these guys are doing. No. So, yeah. And if you've been having a binge, a, re- a rewatch, right? Uh, they've revealed that, you know, Netflix have revealed uh, what the shows are that people have been watching again from scratch. So I watched Love Hate a few months ago again um, during the first lockdown. Uh, Friends is number one. That's no surprise there. Peep Show. The uh, US office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, RuPaul's Drag Race, the uh, UK office, the office doing very well out of this. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Sex Education, Gilmore Girls, and American Horror Story are the top ten. Rewatch binge. Sex Education is good, all right. I mean, I would say that because I like Gillian Anderson. Um, Speaking of Ricky Gervais, we'll tell you in a few minutes, he turned down a pretty big offer. Um, I think because he's quite famous, he got the offer, but he said no anyway. Tell you what Mm -hmm. it is. In uh, in just a second, it's seven eighteen on F one hundred four with Paradise. Mm-hmm. Cold, and that's where we want to get you to. So, Stephen Griffith and Donna Mead, this is your boarding call. Your flight to Bali leaves in thirty minutes. If you do not get back to us on oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four, the gate will shut in your face. Wakey wakey, Steve. Wakey wakey. Uh, so just mentioned Ricky Gervais there. You know the way really rich people like to go to space and we even had a few people claim they'd be the first Irish person in space because they'd loads of money to get there. Oh, yeah. It still hasn't happened, by the way. We haven't had anyone, yeah. I think, unless any of the Americans have, have Irish descent. But uh, Ricky was offered a gig up there. So the idea was some of these rich billionaires were going to go to space. They wanted to pay him enough money to do a stand-up show in space and he'd be the first comedian uh, to have done stand-up up there. In space. And he said no. He said I was too afraid. He said I'm nervous crossing the road. Well then, yeah. So he said he was too scared. You don't want to be part of a millionaire's, you know, thing that goes wrong. Do you? <laughs> yeah. He said I was after one of these. And what happens if your if your gig doesn't go down well? Like if you if your jokes don't land and you're stuck up there with them, you can't get into your van and drive home in the darkness of the <laughs> it's night. A long, it's a long shuttle back and cry. Yeah, where would you go? I don't know. I mean, it's not it's not the Millennium Falcon where you've loads of room. Um, he said, uh, I was offered the first chance to be the first comedian. I'm uh, not going to risk it. Uh, he didn't go into now if it was going to be a bad gig. He just said, you're grand. He yeah. said, it's, it's, it's pointless. So you can't see anything from space that you can't see from Earth. Well, you can. You can't see Earth from... He would have got to space for free. Yeah, he said, there's, there's nothing you can see up there that you cannot see from here. It's like me getting out of my chair and walking over there and saying, I can see the chair from there. But you're in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see, you know, the earth from above. Be amazing. Yeah, just follow Chris Hadfield. It's easier. Yeah, and and safer. Um, now we're we're obviously not talking about our, our own situations here, of course. But uh, people are suffering a romance recession because of everything. A quarter of people admitted that they've no clue when they last had a bit of action. Especially what? Especially if you're single and. You know, you, you haven't seen anybody, you haven't been able to go on a date or, you know, whatever happens afterwards. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, a third. Yeah, it'll be a long time before you can really, like, throw the gob on someone, won't it? Yeah, I, I, I'd imagine so. A third of people have confessed that they had less jiggery in 2020 compared to the previous year when life was freer. Life was freer. Do you reckon Tony Hoolan one day will say, it's grand, lads, go for it, snog whoever you want? I've thought about this a lot, not particularly that moment, but the day where they go, it's gone. So yeah, I mean, it, that would be like Ireland win the World Cup for four tournaments in a row when that day is announced. <laughs> it will be, wouldn't it? Um, most people are blaming the negative news around... So, so even those that are in a relationship, they're just not as much in the mood because they're letting things bother them. Well, I, I find myself watching less and less news and I think it's, it's beneficial because if you watch too much news, it's kind of... They kind of have the same story and they roll around and it just... You end up kind of freaking out when you watch the news. So I kind of find out what's going on, the general gist, and then I'm I'm gone. I don't want to know about Brexit. Yeah. And I, I'm just not in the mood for any more bad news. So it's just like, what are the numbers? Oh, Jesus. Click. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you'll and get in this show. it's better for you. We'll, we'll do the news at yes. 7 and 8 a.m., but then we'll we'll talk about other things. So uh, <laughs> it's been three years for me. Well, thanks for sharing the information, Linda. You're very open and three very, years. very honest. Three years. Three years since on, you had a Percy what? Three years since you had a Percy Pig, I think she's talking about. Oh, three years since she had a Percy Pig. No, no, she's Go on, let us know what. What were you about to say there? Let us know. What's the biggest gap you've had because of all this? <laughs> Human what's your interaction gap? with with what's your gap? You can stay you can stay anonymous, right? Just let us know what's the biggest gap you've had because of all the shena- there's no shenanigans because of all this. Now the, the gap can be a date gap, it can be a shenanigans gap, whatever, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Sally's whatever. gap. Although don't go near Sally's gap at the moment unless No, don't go near that. And don't park up there, you'll get towed. <laughs> <laughs> I met my girlfriend during the first lockdown. Now we're in love and there's <laughs> plenty of action during third lockdown. Okay. A bit of TMI there, but we did kind of ask, I suppose. Well, are they, they're probably in a bubble now together, are they? Oh, they're in the bubble, yeah. They're uh, in a bubble, yeah. Uh, it's been <laughs> How did you meet her during the first lockdown? That's what I want to know. I don't know. You weren't meant to do that, were you? No. Forbidden love. Unless they met, like, you know, uh, virtually online, and then, you know, when the restrictions dropped, they got together. Well, the answer, the answer to that was, how did they meet on the first lockdown? He's just responded, we met on Tinder. <laughs> That's not, that's not really the answer we were looking for. We meant like, you know, people were, you know, 
missing out on that kind of stuff. Anyway, it worked out in the end. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it's been uh, three years, three years, uh, lads. I can't remember the last time. So yeah, that's like twenty percent of people cannot remember when they last had a bit of fun with somebody else because um, it's just been so long. I what wow. I think is really weird is like not we haven't really done it here, but so some of the countries they've they've done diagrams advising people what to do and what not to do and they've even kind of had to explain to people you know how you can go to B&Q and Woody's and stuff like it's <laughs> how, to, how to chat each other up no no a bit more than that Jim no <laughs> yeah well I did there was there were some countries that recommended that you uh, if you're if you're in that predicament that you get a little friend what do you mean a little friend the same predicament you get a, a you get a friend who's oh. in the same predicament, and, and you help each other in that <laughs> regards. <laughs> That's a different. That's like, <laughs> yeah, this, they they reckoned that was probably better for you and your the old noggin and everything. Just to the old noggin, uh, it's a good excuse. Yeah, well, they reckon it'd be better for you to come yeah, around. To will be, you? My noggin needs it. <laughs> I was well, it would take your mind off things, wouldn't it? It absolutely would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, some Exercise within your 5k. It, it is, it is. <laughs> and if you if you have a Fitbit, which we're going to give away one very soon, um, they actually are influenced by that kind of uh, activity. Yeah. So uh, this is there's, there's loads of reasons. Anyway, look, we hope it works out for you in the end. Um, it's very it's difficult with apps at the best times, so uh, even more difficult at, at the moment. It's just weird. But yeah, you're not alone. The official figures are uh, even 40% people saying they're having less. And uh, people are suffering a romance recession. And yeah, it's big numbers. Like 30 people are saying they've had, they had less last year. Less, uh, less good for the noggins than the year before. Romance recession sounds like a boy band album. It really does, yeah. Not a good boy band. <laughs> doesn't not a good boy band. Questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. We have Alan, who is a trainee quantity surveyor. I'd, I'd imagine that's hard to do remotely, is it? Uh, it's, uh, it's fairly in the difficult at times, to be fair, yeah, but we're getting on with it. And the interesting thing was, you, you've changed career, you were an electrician. Yeah, I was an electrician there for, well, I did my apprenticeship for four years and then I just got this opportunity, so took it. You were like, screw it. You know yourself, just have to go with it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just interesting to change from, you know, um, electrician just to, no, you're grand. You're, I'll do something else. <laughs> I know I've spent four years training, but no, it's grand. It's grand. Ah, sure, look, it's just, it's, it's all the journey, isn't it? It is. It's yeah, all, exactly. It's all about the journey, not the end line. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're on a, a question and answers journey this morning, Alan, because uh, we had Shauna here yesterday. She got six. Uh, I think the questions are a bit easier today. But oh, then when I reread them, have you seen the questions, Nobby? I have, Jim, yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you think? Um, there's a mix. There's a mix. Uh, I there's don't, a mix. I don't think they're as hard as yesterday. I'll give okay. you that. I will give you that. Well, here's fingers crossed, isn't it? Fingers crossed. We'll see if we can get you some moolah. The game begins in three, two, one. In the Halloween game, what would you be bobbing for? Apple. What does the text abbreviation IDK mean? Uh, I don't know. How many holes are there in a bird's eye potato waffle? 
Nine, eight. In a, in a boat, what would you use the rudder for? Uh, steer. True or false, the herb thyme is technically a tree. Uh, true. In what sport would you perform an uppercut? Uh, boxing. What county is Dundalk in? Uh, Loud. Which Sex and the City character has announced they're not returning for the spin-off series? Oh crap! I don't know, Pat. Ah, ah. Who had a 2011 hits with Lego House and the A Team? Ed Sheeran. And what 2006 Scorsese film stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Jack Nicholson? Oh, I have no idea, Pat. The Departed. Oh, the Departed. The Departed. One of my favourites. I wouldn't have got that one anyway. That's please. a good. Cool, well, you should watch that this weekend. That's a good film. Oh, it's a great <laughs> film, that. Oh lord Okay started very well Now Jim Okay I, I must have skipped over mm. Question 3 Jim When you said How do I think they are How many holes mm. are there In a bird's eye potato waffle Who has ever counted yes. that I did Yesterday <laughs> Gotta guess it was 8 I think it was wrong Was he this, How many are there There's 5 <laughs> Rows of 4 uh, Down And rows of 5 across it's 20 holes In a bird's eye potato waffle oh, Jesus that, uh, I mean it's an amazing fact to know uh, Unfortunately it doesn't win you the money But at least everyone knows that <laughs> Oh, I just I saw one last night and I said, "Oh, look at that! There's a bird's eye. How many holes are in that now?" That'd be a good Instagram question. That's a pub fact there for you. Like. It is a pub fact, yeah. Well, twenty holes. <laughs> uh, you do look. steer a, a, a boat with a rudder. Is Herb? Is it a tree or not, Jim? No, no, that's false. Oh, oh lovely. Uh, it's Samantha who's not returning for uh, the spin-off of Sex and the City. Herself, Jim. Yeah, Chairman's right, and the departed. Which means, Alan, you've also got a six. Lovely. Six, yeah. Well, look, I'll have some, have, some, be wa- have some waffles for lunch. I haven't tried the sweet potato ones yet, but might stick to the old school. I'll be adding them to the list now from now on. Yeah, they're gluten-free as well, Jim, if you want another fact about waffles. <laughs> you know that? Well, uh, next time anyone listening, next time you're having a waffle, look through the 20 holes and have a little smile at this moment. Think of the strawberry alarm clock. <laughs> have a good day, man. Lovely, cheers. Thanks very Thanks much, guys. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Let us know, did you get a 10? We will send you back personalised emojis. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock on F104. The last thing you want to do is upset Doctor Who fans. And that's what John Bishop has done. What? How does he upset? He, he's, on, he's in Doctor Who now. John Bishop? It was a kind of shock episode. John Bishop Doctor is Who? in Doctor Who. Yeah, wow, yeah. I did not. It, he's one of the assistants, I think. And uh, he's, Bradley Walsh hopes that John Bishop can incorporate some comedy into the, his new Doctor Who role. John is replacing him as the companion Dan for the show's 13th series later this year. Now, people are going mad about this. In a bad Doctor way? Doctor Who good, fans. Like. In a good way. Yeah, they, they didn't want him in there. Yeah. Right. Well, Jodie last week said that she's probably going to go, so maybe they're just they're on edge as it is. Yeah, isn't it? We only speak about this yesterday. There's, there's, Whoopi Goldberg wants Jodie's job. Wow. Can the BBC afford her? So, Whoopi and, and John Bishop would be a funny duo. Whoopi, a bit of a, an unlikely funny duo, though. I wouldn't really. <laughs> well, uh, speaking on the one show, here's what Bradley said. He's going to do fantastic well because Bish knows exactly what he's doing. He's a, he's a fine actor and a funny dude. I just hope he can get some funny lines in. When you're sort of our age in the show, you can get the chance to do some quirky quips. Quirky quips? Yeah, but he's a comedian. I, th- I think John Bishop would may- manage to get something funny in. I didn't know he was an actor as well, though. John, John, has he done anything? 
I don't know. He's done TV, obviously. But... TV shows as himself, but I've never seen yeah. him acting anything. So mm. it'll be interesting. Mm. I like him. He's a good guy. The most watched TV shows of last year, the uh, Toy Show, once again was up there with 1.7 million viewers. Wow. Yeah. So it's good and everything that that still managed to be the most watched show. Was that number one? That was number one. Number two was the yeah. day in March when he came down the steps in Washington and said, uh, the world is going to end. That was the second most watched. And then... And who did he quote there? Wasn't it... Was it Hosier or something uh, I think the first one There was no quote And there was no mess And it was like Lads I think it was Dermot Kennedy When's the no, summer day We'll no, meet our friends no. again Oh that was when things That was the summertime He said that The first one was like Everything shuts Tomorrow He threw a bit of Harry Potter In one of them didn't he uh, Mr Hagrid How are you Have you eaten your Dumbledore cake <laughs> Something like that Yeah <laughs> And, and uh, that, that did Great things for the country Of course it really helped with the figures. But uh, the most most watched sporting event then was Dublin versus Mayo. The, uh, really? All, all was it the most... Final. Wow. Yeah, there's a bit of news in there as well. I'm skipping three and four, but that was number five. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but I wouldn't have thought that would be the number one sporting event. I would have thought that would have been... You know, people would have been out shopping. <laughs> no, I think sports... They're still into the L football. No, I know they're still into it. I just didn't think it'd be number one. No, it's number five, okay. Jim. Number five. Yeah, the number one sporting event. Yes, well, that's true. Yes, yeah. well, maybe the hurling or something. We don't else on. There was mm. no World World Cup. There was no, you know, there was no golf. Yeah. Well, there was a bit of golf, but you know what I mean. Uh, Anna Daly, your pal, says she doesn't want to be a shouty mum, but can't help herself when nothing else works to keep the peace. She's the old, the old homeschooling. She's the same as the rest of us. Yeah, it's not easy. Do we all get a medal at the end of this, yeah? Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> and there'll be medals for everyone when I'm back in charge. I do have days where I say, oh, am I becoming like that kind of mother? Uh, she feels she's approachable, even if they're in trouble. She's very approachable. I mean, we've we've gently slagged the, the hoop off that show, and she's always very uh, positive about yeah, she it. She likes it, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I don't know. We slagged like it so much we stopped. <laughs> we said, ah, come on. Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're on the WhatsApp 87 You can get in touch, say hello, send us your thoughts. Random Thought Tuesday. Whatever you like. I hope you're having a brew this morning. It's six fifty-six on F one hundred four. You having a brew, Jim? <laughs> I am having a big brew there. Sorry, I thought we were finished. <laughs> So there's a spin-off of Clarice. This is uh, Clarice is the spin-off, and it's the spin-off of uh, Silence of the Lambs. The new series takes place directly after the events of Silence of the Lambs. Uh, despite Hannibal being one of the most daring TV shows in the last ten years, the show sadly met its demise um, soon after it. But uh, this new spin-off series um, can't even mention Hannibal Lecter due to complex rights and issues and copyright things. So don't mention, don't mention the reason it started. But here's the new spin-off. <laughs> yeah, I presume Jodie Foster's not involved, or is she? Well, there's a, uh, Rebecca Breeds from Home and Away will take up the role previously filled by Jodie Foster okay. uh, and Julianne Moore, and we'll see her investigating loads of other grisly murders. But uh, Hannibal won't be uh, Lecter won't be mentioned. That character's not going to be involved. Here's what we know. It's all so going to be about Clarice. 
Here's what we can hear and know so far. You are a woman with a very public reputation for hunting monsters. I can't have a reputation. I've only done it once. It's time you own that reputation. It's time to come out of hiding, Starling. This isn't Buffalo territory anymore, Starling. We do evidence. Not it's a full moon and I've got a feeling. So you'll keep quiet until I tell you. And then you will say what I tell you. DC is living in fear. I don't like this. This is deep and dark, Clarice. Seen country roads take me home. You're right there, folks. Yeah. It's closing time. <laughs> right. That That's male, spooky enough for you. <laughs> that male voice in there for a second, I thought it was Brian Cranston. Well, speaking of Brian Cranston, this is all coming together now, and I'll be perfectly because Brian Cranston is who Anthony Hopkins wrote to after he binged Breaking Bad. He watched it for two weeks. Yeah, and watched the whole thing, and then emailed him, and the email uh, went around on the internet. Now Cranston showed it to one of his buddies who took a picture of it, who got it out on the internet, and. Uh, Anthony Hopkins was very annoyed by this because he didn't want this as a personal email uh, he said I've just finished a marathon of watching Breaking Bad from episode 1 right to the end a uh, total of 2 weeks I've never watched anything like it brilliant your performance as Walter White was one of the best acting I've ever seen ever it goes on and on just saying how, how brilliant everyone is in it and pass on his congratulations um, but the, the email got out there so now he doesn't do any emails to anybody oh so the owner uh, so. is it awkward now if they bump into each other? You know, you shouldn't have leaked my email, man. It was just for you. No, I think I think Cranston must have explained it to him and said, "Look, I don't know how it got out there, but it is the kind of thing you'd show your mates." It's like, look at this, Anthony Hopkins says I'm the best actor yeah. ever. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd yeah. Kind of, you'd want to share that news. Um, yeah, I know she doesn't get on with the rest of the girls, in particular Sarah Jessica Parker. But just on the Sex and the City thing, it's it's since emerged that they're going to make a million dollars per episode. I, I, you'd get over it, wouldn't you? Get over the row. Yeah, you would. Although, whatever that row is about, it goes deep. It cuts very deep, but still, so does a million dollars per episode. That cuts pretty deep too. Wow! Shout like. and how many how many episodes will there be? Probably about ten. Uh, it's ten episodes at the moment. Yeah. And wow! Will there be another series or whatever? According to Variety, anyway, it's uh, it's a million, a million. Wow. That's uh, I think that's. Tame compared to what the Friends cast were getting near the end. I think they were a million as well, but a million was possibly more then. Yeah. But still, it's alright. Celebs Go Dating returns to E4 later this month, but uh, not as you've ever seen it before. Due to the pandemic, the new series is set to uh, set in a mansion where all the celebrities lived during filming, and the show's receptionist, Tom Reed Wilson, told us more about the mansion. An amazing, rather imposing, very grand and built in the Georgian style, but actually only about five years old, called Sydenhurst, and it's very, very beautiful. You are grand! (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy if that's for you. Yeah, yeah, something for everyone. I'll stick with Breaking Bad myself, thanks. It's FM 104, 752. So everyone's getting their proverbials in a twist over the Sex and the City thing. It's going to be called Just Like That. There's only three of them. There's no Samantha. And, you know, based on the evidence of the movies, I wouldn't be getting my hopes up. But anyway, uh, a fan sent a message yesterday saying that uh, 
Another fellow claimed that Kim Cottrell wasn't returning because her co-star didn't like her. Um, and Parker responded to the fans' comment and said, No, I don't dislike her. I've never said that. Never would. Samantha isn't part of this, this story, but she will always be part of us, no matter where we are ah. or what we're doing. How can she not be part of the story, but the other three are? Come on now. Like, that's, that's a silly cop-out. She was the best character in the original thing. Anyway. Yeah. So she doesn't. She doesn't dislike her. She just, you know, maybe maybe Kim herself has said. Maybe they approached her and she said, "No, I'm not interested." Thanks, girls. No, the, the two of them definitely have issues. Like it's it's all been very very public. to some of the responses on social media. So I think that is the real reason why. But I just, as you mentioned an hour ago, they're getting a million episodes. Would you not bury the hatchet and do it? I don't know. I'd watch it for a million episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if anyone has proven that they're able to do TV kind of as normal and everything, it's Anton Deck. So they've uh, offered fans a first glimpse of the new series of Saturday Night Takeaway. Oh, cool. Uh, they say, can't wait for this to start. We all need some cheering up at the moment. You guys will be sure to do that. Keep up the good work and stay safe. A lot of people respond to them. Um, we're back at work. That's what. A bit of COVID compliant at ITV Takeaway Filming. Who's excited for the new series? Of course, they won't be doing Britain's Got Talent. That has been postponed. So when is that coming back, the uh, takeaway? That's usually January, isn't it? Uh, they haven't officially said. Uh, like, Dancing on Ice is going to... That's returning uh, on the same channel. And I don't know if it'll all happen around the same time or not. I don't know. So they must be filming all their uh, their hidden camera stuff and all that. Like, will they be able to do the pranks? Will they be able to do the wind-ups going into people's houses and all that stuff? I wouldn't say so, not at the moment. How would that Things, work? Everything's locked down over there, too. Yeah. David Mitchell and Robert, Robert Webb said, uh, Robert, Robert, Robert Webb Who? have Who? revealed, <laughs> Robert, 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 Robert Webb have revealed that they're uh, keen to do more Peep Show, if you're a big fan, but only when they're really old. The duo are set to return with a second season of their acclaimed comedy back, but have said they still haven't closed the door on uh, reviving Mark and Jazz. So, if you're a Peep Show fanatic... I, I, there's only two, there's only two types of people there's people who are peep show fanatics and people who've never seen it so uh, <laughs> uh, they will be back with more when they're older and the other people in the peep shows are a little bit weird um, <laughs> Stacey Solomon has admitted that she's never entirely enjoyed being pregnant she said that it could stem from the way she was made to feel when she had her first child at only 17 years old and uh, she was on Where Else But Loose Women talking about this. The teenage mum looks were like, I, yeah. I remember just being so ashamed. And then that sounds oh, awful. When I was no. pregnant with Zach, all I felt the whole way through was shame. Well, I looked like a baby as well. And I think people just <laughs> looked and was like, uh, why is she oh. pregnant? It's very difficult to have to do that. I feel like... Kirsten Wig and Damon Waynes Jr. Have, uh, are going to be in the, the new... The new movie, first trailer, has landed for The Bridesmaids Creators' new rom-com starring Jamie Dornan uh, and Wonder Woman 1984's Kirsten Wig. They're starring in this trailer for it. Um, here it is. Hey, Barb. Yes, star. You know what I just love? What? Movie trailers. <gasps> Me too! I like how they're little movies about another movie before a different movie. Sometimes I find myself watching a trailer for a movie while I'm watching a totally different movie. What? Me too! <laughs> Barb! What if we had a movie? What? <laughs> then we'd have to have a trailer. Oh, yes, listen. I wouldn't want to give anything away, though, about the movie. Me neither. Especially our faces. Gosh. I can almost see our trailer now. Oh, my. Bye. Bye. 
<laughs> Once Jamie Dornan's accent's in, it's all right. It, it could be good. I'd say you can nail an American. He just can't do Irish. It says a few Americans would love him to nail them too. It's F104. <laughs> it's 854. Lose yourself. Hey, uh, Demon's listening, Jim. Let's let's leave her a voice a voice message on WhatsApp, will we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Hang on. Hi, Aideen. It's uh, Jim Jim and Nobby here from the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Good morning. And we uh, see that you've messaged us back, which is exactly what you were supposed to do. So, congratulations. You're through to the uh, the, the next round of the competition. The final is to Bali, and that final takes place on Monday. And when we pick that winner, which could be you, Aideen, uh, we'll start our holiday to Thailand. Yay! Uh, I'm just going to hit stop now. Uh, well done, and hang on till after 10 o'clock with Emma. Oh, I delete... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Look, she's listening. She'll have heard it. Uh, Emma will have yeah. more chances to win that holiday later on, uh, just after 10 o'clock this morning. Stay listening. And also, uh, can we say good morning? Darren, how are you, Darren? Hello, how's it going? Good. How many steps? Nineteen. Nineteen. Well, was it? Was it nineteen? Uh, they sounded a bit like this. And yes, it was nineteen steps. Thanks to Harvey Norman, they've got the latest range of connected fitness and health products <laughs> to help you understand more about your health, everyday stress, sleep patterns and more. HarveyNorman.ie for their full range of their products. You're getting a Samsung Galaxy Active 2, a Sage Nutriducer and a Sleep Studio Pillow Voucher, which will help you all the better, Darren. Well, well, well I, done, I, Darren. I can read my steps now, do my delivery. Oh, perfect. Steps and delivery people go hand in hand. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you very much for listening, Darren. Thanks a million. Cheers. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Dees Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. So five years after the death of David Bowie, there's a biopic. Johnny Flynn is going to be playing him. It's out on all digital digital platforms. I'm not sure exactly which one. Uh, On Friday. And... Uh, people are very excited about this. Johnny explains which part of David's life the film looks at. It's a tiny, tiny moment in David Bowie's life before he'd found massive success as Ziggy Stardust. So it's it's a David that I don't think many people know much about. Oh, okay. Educational, so. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Anthony, no. <laughs> um, he was he was do, he was doing a lot of really weird stuff before he got good. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you have to try. You yeah. rarely, rarely succeed on your first attempt. Uh, you brought us news earlier on that John Bishop is going to be in Doctor Who. 
strange. Yeah, he's the he's the assistant now to Doctor Who. The Doctor Who assistant and uh, Bradley, who is obviously no stranger to a bit of acting, bit of uh, showbiz himself. Uh, he was on the one show and he says that John Bishop is going to be a great addition. He's going to do fantastic well because Bish knows exactly what he's doing. He's a, he's a fine actor and a funny dude. I just hope he can get some funny lines in. When you're sort of our age in the show, you can get the chance to do some quirky quips. Quirky quips. I saw. Do we have time for one more? Uh, yes, yes. Well, uh, Kingsley Ben Adir uh, plays uh, Malcolm X in the new uh, movie One Night in Miami, but he actually went in and auditioned for a different role in the film. It's directed by Regina King. It's out on Friday on Amazon Prime Video, and Kingsley says that before the role of Malcolm X became available, he went for Cassius Clay. Oh, wow. I was really disappointed because I was like, I'm not right for this, but I really want to audition for Regina King. But I just thought I was wasting my time and everyone else's time by like trying to do that. And and I was right because Eli was the man for that job. Still though, it's nice. We don't want you for that. Didn't think you were good. What about this though? Give you the lead. Yeah. Yeah. As auditions go, that's a pretty good outcome. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, Man United fans were rooting for you. Have a good day, yeah? Enjoy the (laughs) build-up. So, uh, Nobby, when you get a takeaway, sometimes the takeaway driver, delivery driver, will uh, text you and say, where's your gaff again? Or, you know, I I can't find your house. I had this exact moment with uh, a taxi driver, because some taxi drivers are delivering food now in between jobs, which is fair enough. Yeah. Uh, And I had an argument with him over how many left turns were in my own estate. (laughs) (laughs) And and then... (laughs) And then I said, look, it's grand. I'll just walk out to the bottom of the road so you can see me. <laughs> just give me food, will you? Yeah, I had an argument. I think it was a, a delivery guy and he was like, he was, it was, he was at number 19, but it was a different road. And I go, yeah, I, I'm at number 19. I said, that's not, you're on a different road. I'm not on that. He said, I'm at number 19. I said, yeah, that's a different house. That's number 19. <laughs> I live in a different road with, that's also number 19. But I'm at number 19. Oh, I was like, I'm on, I'm, anyway. on this, I'm on the second left. And he goes, no, no, that's the first left. I was like, it, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted my dinner. I was just like, go on, good luck. Uh, well, anyway, so a woman in England, she's gone viral yeah. this morning. And she wanted to share something. So somebody, the delivery driver was bringing her a kebab. And uh, he texted her about where the gaff was or something. Yeah. And when she got to the door, she she's, was just messing. And she said, oh, thanks a million years. I'll be so fat after this now. <laughs> and so that was the end of that. And then uh, he texted her. Oh. oh. Yes. Oh, okay. No, no, it's not, it's not creepy. It's not creepy. So he said, hi, you got me worried what you said about getting fat. Don't worry. You're not fat. Hope you're okay. And it is still a bit creepy. Comment on a woman's weight after you delivered her spring rolls, like. Well, no, she's the one who commented on her own weight. I know, I know, but still, you, you don't have to. But he was, no, but like he. Okay, so there's there's two ways of looking at it. He's trying to he's trying to get a bit of a conversation going, or he's just being nice. Yeah, yeah. Probably go against what most delivery companies would say. They'd say, look, don't be te- don't be texting the clients about how they're looking. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, anyway, she said, I, I ordered the food from the kebab and uh, when the delivery man came to my door, I said, oh my God, I'm going to get so fat. And then he texts me this. And uh, so he texted her that and the, the tweet has been shared more than 17,000 times. Uh, people, m- Most people saying, ah, that's so sweet, fair play to him. Other people saying, what's the story? That's kind of a predatory action. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd be a bit on the creepy side myself. Yeah, I think that's a bit weird. 
Well, she said, look, I just wanted to show how uh, somebody sent, sent me a nice thing and it did uh, cheered me up. I don't think he mustn't have got in touch again after that because uh, <laughs> but so, some people, it was a lovely text. I hope it made you feel good and I hope you enjoyed your kebab. Another person said, if a delivery person was fat, would you still say that? Regardless, I hope this man was, <laughs> I hope this man isn't being predatory and legitimately wanted to check in. Uh, I, like the world has made us very sceptical I will say that you know maybe there is no harm in it but it, I, it's, it's just a bit weird a little bit weird you're grand like yeah. you know how, how, how I hope you enjoyed that burger you, you know you wouldn't be expecting that message from the from the number I don't think anyway it's a bit strange um, it is a bit strange speaking of food though uh, I, I'm going to bring Crossy into us in a minute because uh, uh, the poor guy struggles to toast bread and, and I know that you will be able to help him and I'll be able to help him and maybe the listeners can help him as well because he really wants to make something for dinner tonight it's one of the easiest things in the world to make but he literally hasn't a clue God oh, bless him like he can, <laughs> he can brave the sea in the nip at the moment but he, he can't uh, cook. is he still doing that yeah yeah you can't cook well, basically. The, the amount of videos I've sent him on how to cook things. I know, I know. It's like as if he just want, doesn't want to listen. It's weird. Look, we'll, we'll everyone hang on after this chair. We're going to try and help Crossy make one of the easiest dinners you can make. Somebody said, I used to be a delivery driver and I had to text a guy to find his house. He then continued to text me after his dinner. My employer has had to bar him from the takeaway. <laughs> Getting barred from the takeaway is pretty harsh. Um... <laughs> Our Hannah has just sent me a message. Go on. She got one of these messages before. It says, Hey, thanks for the tip. Have a nice day. Note full stop. You were the most beautiful. I made a delivery. And then another message. Uh, 20, that was the 24th of March. And then the 31st of March. Hey, Hannah, you've got a lot of takeaways. Uh, it was the same guy again. Thanks for the tip. Have a great day. So this guy keeps, And how do you get the same delivery driver twice? He must have asked to go to her house. Well, no, you'd have the same, same... Some people would do the same kind of route, but... I've never had the same delivery person. Have you, Crossy? Have you had the same delivery person twice? Yeah. Well, because you- if you go to the normal people instead of going to Just Eat, so if you go to Romeo's or Mao or whoever it is, it's always the same person. Okay, maybe I don't know. Uh, just, just for the tape, Crossy, yeah, Just Eat are normal people too. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think Hannah's actually even sent us a message about this. So is, is this wow. another is this another way of trying to connect with people? Well, I once had a delivery man text me after he dropped off the goods saying, hey, he thanks for the, the goods, tip. All right. Have a nice day. Note, you were the most beautiful. I made a delivery. <laughs> like, inappropriate. And then the next time I got an order, I didn't even know it was him. He texted me again. Thanks for the tip. Have a great day. Like, just because I'm so kind with my tips, I don't deserve this. <laughs> now, I need to know, Hannah, what tip did you give him? Like, if this was a tenor, I'd text him myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just texted her. It's like, so he, hot, he was 1% hot. 1% so, hot, okay. Not good. Wow. Well, Hannah's very fussy. That probably means 60% normal language. Um, look, let's forget about the takeaway tonight, Crossy. You want to make one of the simplest dinners anyone can make, meatballs. Yeah, so I was in Lidl last night and they were doing this really cheap meatballs. I'm like, oh, I'll grab them, you know, pandemic. So my problem is I don't know how to cook meatballs because do you put them on the frying pan? How do you know if they're browned? Like you said, brown the mince. <laughs> you know is that five brown. minutes? Is it seven minutes? Are they going to be hot Crossing, inside and outside? Until they're brown. No. Okay, first of all, you, you, you didn't need, I mean, Grant, you've bought the meatballs. They're, they're shaped. 
Yes, but they G- are. They're f- Jim, tell them ways they are to make actual... Okay, uh, this is v- very simple, okay? You get a, a couple of slices of bread crossy, stick it in a bowl, right? Okay. And you pour, pour like half a glass of milk on that bread, right? Break up the bread and you just leave that for about 10 minutes. That's called your slurry, right? You need that for juicy balls. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Then you get half, half pork mince, half beef mince, stick that in there with your a bit of salt and pepper and maybe a bit of garlic granules and then you make up your balls and you put them in the oven don't bother with all that brown and stuff around like that put them in the oven for about 10 for about 20 minutes bosh now that's one way of doing it there are other ways that will say use crackers <laughs> instead of bread and use an egg yolk and a bit of mustard but I don't understand parsley. why you have to have bread or crackers like what's because it makes it all bind together but you want to sl- oh, yeah, like, where's the egg sauce as well. What? Where's the sauce? So the sauce oh, is... Oh, right, you want sauce as well? You see, yeah. but... That's separate. Now, I would brown them because they just... You'll get more of a flavour. You want that that kind of... That browning adds flavour to the meat. And then you're, for your sauce... Like, he's, he's trying to buy packets of sauce. Just get some tomatoes, balsamic, a bit of basil, a bit of garlic. Fry. It's like... I can't understand... You, you can go on a Zoom and talk to... If I said to you, Sarah Jessica Parker is ready in 10 minutes to go and interview you would have no problem doing that. You wouldn't even be flustered. And you can't follow simple cooking instructions. It's so bad. Like, who has cumin in their house or turmeric and all those things? I don't have those things. <laughs> I hate when you have chefs and like, oh, get a pinch of this. But a, their a flavour. But who has Yeah, you're better off getting... Do you know where the, the, the Asian supermarkets are very good value for uh, all your spices? You get like a massive bag of cumin for like three quid. Yeah. And it'd be that, the that, same amount as... About 20 of those little bottles. That's what it's called, by the way, Crossy. Not, not what you said. <laughs> oh, sorry. See, I don't understand all these things. <sighs> and my housemate is Asian, and he has all, like, he, he cooks loads of Asian what food. What did you listen to him and watch? all that stuff, but it's just... Well, then, yeah. Does he not cook for you? No, he's vegetarian. It's like going to McDonald's for a bloody salad. You're grand. Give me a burger. Yeah. See, if, well... Look... I know we've verbally told you how to cook meal. Has anyone got a simple recipe that Crossy could do and then everyone can follow him and see how he gets on to that? It's really not hard, Crossy. See, the whole bread thing's after destroying me now. You were telling me just to put the meat in. No, that makes them the juicy, pan. Crossy. But there's, there's, a, there's, there's a fellow I, I uh, follow. I have his book. He's a sandwich guy. Like, he makes all these different amazing sandwiches. And he has this recipe for meatballs. And I followed his meatball recipe, and like I'm telling you, they're the best. And if you do a big batch of them, you can freeze them and everything. So simple. You'd be laughing for about 20 dinners. So simple. Right, we'll see how we go on So tonight. simple, so delicious. Yeah, Gino's a campo. Your, your gig is safe for the moment. Um, let's, <laughs> will you try it, though? Will you? I'll try it tonight. Although you don't, even, you don't even have to make... Well, you could make. You could smash all those meatballs and make them back into mince and then make them back into meatballs. Although it's a bit of a waste. It's a bit of a waste, yeah. They're already there in their balls. And then bread, milk pop them into the oven and when do you put the tomato sauce into it oh jeez see I, this, this is the problem after they're brown so once they're brown you, you, you get this tomato sauce on your hob right get that all nice and hot <laughs> and uh, like a tin of tomatoes with some basil and some garlic in it and a bit of salt and pepper and you then you throw brand. your meatballs in on top of that and they'll soak them up I might just give Milano's a shout <laughs> and if she- <laughs> as, as chef said put them in your mouth and suck them so <laughs> let us know you get on uh, today Crossy please it's not that hard Right, it's time for Ireland's Fittest Family. Welcome to Ireland's Fittest Family. 
Each week, two families of Colchis go head-to-head to find out who's the smuggest and fittest snow. Our two families this week are the Doses. Hello. How are you? Versus the Melts. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Featuring Dad Bulldoze. Yep. His beautiful wife, Ultimate Dose. Hi, yes. And their unusual sons, Overdose. Benny, their eyes looks great in that Lycra. Is that weird? That's me, boy. And shut that dose. Hello, I'm also their son. The doses are up against the melts from Northern Ireland somewhere. We have Dad Cheese Melt. Yeah, right there now. His unusual wife, Tuna Melt. Why? <laughs> and their unusual daughters, Absolute Melt. Hey, ho. And Complete Melt. Hey, hey. Ulster says no. Davy Fitz is in charge of the doses. What does he think of their fitness levels? Yeah, I think they're doing really well now. Like, they're doing their best. In fairness to them, they're doing well. They have the bile kettles running upstairs, flush toilets. They're doing great around the house. They're cleaning up my gaff like there's no f- tomorrow. I can tell you that for nothing. <laughs> and the melts are trained by GAA Fox Anna Geary. So the so- family are absolutely unreal. The dad especially is, he won't stop following me around the place, but he keeps liking all my pictures on Instagram. He's double tapping me. My, my pictures, I mean. So I'm here with the Dose family. Hi, guys. How are you? Yep. Uh, Bulldoze, what, what a training have you been doing for this? I've been dragging a tractor around my bare feet. Guys, that sounds mad. And guys, what have you been doing, guys? Why do you keep saying guys? Guys, I don't. Did you rob Captain Thomas's show as well? We're joined here with the doses and the melts, and here they go. They're going for it. Uh, oh, first of all, they're pushing oh, each other. Oh, they're pushing each other. Stop! The giant letterbox challenge. They're trying to push each other through a giant letterbox. Oh, lovely. Your arse looks great. That's very good from Bulldoze. I love a Hoover, so I do. This is the doses versus the melts and the melts have got each other into their green wheelie bins and they're wheeling each other down the hill and it's neck and neck between the doses and the melts. All right, father, father, get in there and smell Go on, on go on, you can do it, so you can, you can do it. Why are there nappies in this bin? Quacker! Oh, yes, no! Right, guys, guys, well done, guys, guys, you did really well, guys, guys. Guys, the doses and guys, the melts, guys, 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 Will you shut up saying guys, Marty? I can't. My name's not Marty. And the winner is, with a time of six and a half hours, the doses. And living up to his name, guys, bulldoze, guys, guys, bulldoze, how do you feel? Join us next week on Ireland's Fittest Family when the head wrecks go head to head with the O'Pain in the Holes. Hi, guys. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Dublin's hit music station. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.